Hello, and welcome to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am Steph, and I'm the owner and creative director of Vim. Vim's mission is to showcase the enthusiasm and passion of business leaders nationwide. I cannot wait to have you listen to the show and stick around. At the end, we talk a little bit about how you can be my next guest. Hi guys, we are back with another episode of the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. I am so excited to have our guest on today. Her and I have played like a mean game of schedule tag and our busy lives have finally let us hear. And I, I have to, I already did apologize earlier, but I have to apologize to you listeners. I am slightly under the weather. So if you are hearing a little of that, bear with me, but you know, we just keep powering through. And so I'm really excited that all things have led us to today to have Fitz Kohler with Fitzness on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Steph. It was worth the wait for sure. Yes, indeed. I agree. I absolutely love. So listeners, if you're not watching, totally encourage you to go check out the YouTube of this episode because Fitz has just the coolest neon background. You just got to see it. So if you're listening, jump over to YouTube and check it out. But as we always do, I want to just dive in deep and hit you with my hard hitting question. Are you ready? Ready. All right. What is your why, Fitz? Uh, very clear and concise. I, uh, work to help people live better and longer by making fitness understandable, attainable, and fun. Un understandable, attainable, and fun. Yeah. I absolutely love how concise that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's what I do. It's what I, it's what I do well. It's what I'm passionate about. Love people mission to tack at least 10 years of quality life onto everyone whom I come across. And, uh, yeah, this is, this has been a very successful endeavor for me, not only for myself, but all of the millions of people who I've worked with. I, you know, some, some professionals work for awards and so forth. I work for people who are um, pain-free, people who feel mm. good about themselves in their gym or, or in their jeans or people who can stand up straight and just feel powerful. So yeah, yeah. That's I, I, abs I absolutely love that you start off with that because um, I started off with my fitness journey back last January. So not two months, okay. three months ago, last January, January, 2022. And I had started because my chiropractor had been giving me these at home PT exercises to help with some like back pain and sure. some, some real like hunchbacky neck ickiness. And what was I doing? I wasn't doing them. I was going okay. home with the pieces of paper and I was plain and simply not doing them no, no resolve was happening. And so I finally just hired a, a personal trainer with no goal of, you know, PRing or gaining inches or losing weight. It was all just to get stronger in those areas yeah. for posture and, and for better life. And I think we as a society assume that if somebody is pursuing fitness, that it's always for this vanity. And so yeah. I love that you hit it on the head right off the bat early on in this episode that fitness doesn't always have to be about vanity. No, and if 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 you want to change the way you look, that's fine. That's just not what I focus on. You know, I I let people worry about their own appearance. My role is quality of life, length yes. of life, and I can I can help you look better too. But I don't worry about those things. You know, I think as grownups now, 
we don't have a lot of people who are out there trying to look good in a thong, you know, and it's <laughs> like, if you do great, yeah. uh, but you're right. People don't want to be in pain. They want to function yeah. well. They want their body to move and perform the way it's supposed to. We want to stick around. You know, we look around and we see some grownups with diseases and mm -hmm. suffering and how do we avoid that? So yeah, it's quality, it's longevity. And, uh, you know, strength training is the fountain of youth. Youth. It's funny how so many people, they, they don't focus on strength. So they become weak, right? They yeah. don't focus on mobility and flexibility. So they become tight. Those things lead to pain. So you ignore the stretching and the strength training enough. And mo most people I'd say are more likely, more inclined to go for a walk or a run or a bike ride than they are strength training and stretching. Mm -hmm. And so you ignore those things long enough and eventually you have pain, which leads to suffering, which leads to an inevitable visit to a doctor, a very expensive doctor, quite often uh, partnered with some expensive exams or scans, mm -hmm. right? And then the doctor says, ah, you don't actually have any injuries. There's no damage here. Go see an expensive physical therapist. And what will a physical therapist do? They will tell you to do exactly what I tell you to do right now, which is strength train your entire body stretch every day all of your parts work on balance why so you don't fall down i don't think anyone's going to do the tightrope across niagara falls you know i think you should practice your balance so you don't eat it on the concrete and then of course cardiorespiratory endurance is a big plus because your heart and lungs are pretty special and without them um you stop right so uh fitness is not so complicated. It's actually ridiculously simple. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I have a master's degree in the most simple, stupid science in the world. It's move your body, watch what you put in your mouth, get some sleep and remove the cranky people. But you have to do it. You have yes. to do it. When someone gives you that golden advice, you don't take the paper and you and throw it away. You do what you are, what you paid a lot of money for is you get the work done, right? You show discipline and, and fortitude, mental fortitude and you, you, leap into action and find success. And I, I love that you said understandable and correct me if I'm repeating it wrong, but understandable, attainable, and fun. Yep. So at what stage in your life or career did that purpose, that why of being understandable come to play? Because I think we think we all know, like the air quotes, we know what we need to do, right. but yet clearly if, if your whole why is making things understandable, there's some elements that were maybe not as clear as we assume they are. So when did that, that particular word come into play for you? So pretty quickly. So I started teaching fitness at 14. That's when I started teaching classes and uh, stayed the course, went on to college. I taught overseas. I taught on television. And as things progressed, what I became really uh, frustrated by were all the liars in my industry. Now, there are Ooh. some very good people teaching fitness out there and, and great gyms, et cetera. But man, fitness is a multi-billion dollar industry because of scuzzballs. They're selling lies. They're selling diets. They're selling weight loss pills and powders and supplements and shakes and all that snake oil. It doesn't work and it confuses people. There's these really nice people who maybe they weren't raised to be fed or they just let things go. And now they genuinely want to get control of their body. They want to feel good. They want to look good. They want to live long. And some, you know, a-hole down the road who has none of my credentials, they come over and they sell you, give me $50 for this tub of powder and you will lose weight. Or give me a hundred bucks for this diet program, which is absolutely preposterous that people are still doing diets, right? Even keto. I mean, 
get a grip. It doesn't work long term. So, um, so yeah, getting people to understand the nuts and bolts about fitness is priority number one, because without them understanding, there's no buy-in. Yeah. Well, and I, I've said it before in, in different ways, but it applies here is education is power. Knowledge yeah. is power. And so when all of a sudden you understand why, what, how, then the next things make more sense. They're more applicable, which, and, and to your point, they, they become attainable. That's so, right. So yeah. And so I just love this layering that's happening. And so then you realized early on there was this need to be clear and have an mm -hmm. understanding. But then also, you already said it, long-term. These diets, they're not long-term. They're not attainable. No. And so when did that kind of layer in? <sighs> yeah, about the same time. So I was a kid. I was overweight. I ended up with an eating disorder. I had bulimia. Bulimia doesn't oh. help you lose weight. Bulimia just rots your teeth out and makes you miserable. So, you know, I learned, thankfully, through my career and my education uh, to stop doing things that were harmful to myself. And then I started reading journals and science and statistics. I'm a big science person. I love numbers. I love hard data. And, you know, I found out, I found some incredible pieces of information that made a lot of sense to me. And so, yeah, understandable. Can you get the grasp of uh, strength training, flexibility, cardio, and balance? Those are, those are simple, simple concepts that I deliver in a simple way in layman's terms to help people understand why and how. Um, eating wisely. There's food that helps. There's food that hurts. I don't need to demean your audience by telling them which food hurts. They know. And drinks, right? They know. And so there's exact formula for weight loss, which a lot of people don't know, but it's a simple formula based off of science on how many calories people burn per day on average. And uh, when I read that, that's what helped me change my body. I went from 155 to 115. I went from size 16 to a size two. Now, some people go, I would never want to be a two. Okay, don't be a two. It really works for me. <laughs> I like being lean and long and athletic. That works for me. You can be an eight or a 12 or whatever, whatever suits you. Um, but yeah, the exact formula for weight loss is based on the fact that the human body burns on average 10 calories per pound of body weight per day. So if okay. you weigh 200 pounds, you likely are burning 2000 calories a day. That is, that's without doing your Zumba class or running. That's you just waking up in the morning, moving around, brushing your teeth, uh, walking to and from work in your car, in the grocery store. That is you digesting food and blood pumping through your body. Your body will burn about 10 calories per pound of body weight per day. So if you want to stay exactly that same weight, you eat exactly the same amount. So if you wanna stay at 200, you eat 2000 calories. Simple, stupid, in versus out, it's a zero sum, right? If you want to gain weight, you eat more than 2,000 calories. If you would like to lose weight, you eat less. Now, let's say specifically you would like to weigh 150 pounds. All right, well, the caloric budget that sustains a person that's 150 pounds is 1,500 calories. So if you just drop your caloric budget or your daily consumption down to 1,500 calories a day, Eventually, your body will shrink because you're not feeding it enough to remain at 200 calories. And again, you fill those 1,500 calories, ideally, with more food that helps and less food that hurts. You don't have to be perfect. So all of these weird diets that tell you, you can't eat fruit, or you can't eat this, or you can't eat anything white, outrageous if you have someone that says, you can't eat before 10 a.m., and you can't eat after 6 p.m., Out 
outrageous. We go to sleep when we wake up. What do we have? We, it's called breakfast. You're breaking the fast. So a fast is already built into a human life cycle or daily cycle. You don't need to set all these bizarre parameters for yourself that include that end up uh, you leading to suffering and misery and quitting. Instead, you just say, okay, I want to be 1500 calorie. I want to be 150 pounds and I want to be healthy. So I'm going to eat 1500 calories a day. I'm going to fill the majority of those calories up with things that are nutritious for my body. If I want to take 10 to 15% and have a beer or have some Cheetos or whatever, so be it. That's up to you. And then obviously you put in the exercise component and some sleep and you have a fit body. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen overnight, but with right. time and discipline, consistency, you get there. So, you know, I really care about people and, you know, I've spent my career giving out all of this advice for free. So when people go to fitness.com, I'll write on the cover is the exact formula for weight loss. I don't charge people for that. I want them to have it. I don't ever want a dollar to stand between me and a person getting these essentials of fitness. Um, I do charge for packages. I charge corporations for my time, but it's been so frustrating that the, um, the weight loss industry is so much louder than the honest people that, you know, I will spend the rest of my days trying to convince people that with um, reasonable actions, they can achieve greatness. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things that I love that you hit on. One, that food that helps and food that hurts. Yeah. I mean, how much more simple is that? I think there are some subtle things that there are probably blurry lines sure, where sure. like someone like your expertise, some of the books you've put out, some of yeah. the support tools that you have out there, you could help with those blurry lines, but you hit the nail on the head. Our audience doesn't need to know what the, that's pretty obvious, the food that helps and the food that hurts. So that's such a simple, easy thing to remember when you're trying to work on your health and you're trying yeah. to find an attainable way is just, does yeah. this hurt? Does this help? And then make that decision. That's right. And it's not overpriced. You know, that this knowledge isn't, doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a personal trainer. It doesn't have to be some really expensive diet plan or food product. You can go to the farmer's market, right? Go to your grocery right. store. It's not so complicated. It's attainable. Some people say things like, I can't lose weight. I'm like, okay, well, if you were stranded out at sea with nothing but water for five days, do you think you would come home lighter? Oh yeah. Well, your body will lose weight if you tell it to. You just have to steer it in that direction. And then of course, I think fun goes yeah. a long way. It doesn't always have to be like, ha this is the most enjoyable thing I've ever done. Um, but when you choose activities you enjoy, you're more likely to stick to them. Well, and and, and I know not everyone's going to share this. Like I, I, I can tell we share this, but to me, numbers are fun. So I actually find like calorie counting kind of this fun puzzle game. Sure. Because there are some splurges that I know personally I'm going to always want. Yeah. And and I know that when I have counted calories and I have looked at macros and looked at all of the balance of things, um, and I'm by no means expert, um, I kind of turned it into this game yeah. of like it's a, it's a puzzle. And then by the end, you need to have this number. And so it's, it's how are you going to weigh it out? Um, I, I love and, that. And, and to I me, that's it. fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The whole thing can be really really a, a positive experience and success overall, man, that is fun. You start losing the weight or building muscle or increasing mobility. You start feeling good. That's a really good time. That's the motivation and incentive you should uh, use to keep you going. Because I tell you what, when I lost my 40 something excess pounds, I decided I'm never going back. I'm 
not yeah. doing it. I'm not doing it. I wasn't, I wasn't as heavy at the end of both of my pregnancies as I was my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's doable. You know, I'm not, I'm not giving out any sort of rocket science here. It's all real simple, stupid, but I hope people decide to invest in themselves and I'm always happy to be a resource for that. Well, and I had gone through some, some gut health stuff and through that gut health stuff, I did naturally lose weight just because of the eating food that helped. It was, yeah. it was really high in priority to heal my gut. And the word that I kept coming back to that hopefully the listeners will aspire to is optimal. I just felt optimal when that excess weight was off. Granted, it's not off now, but I felt the most optimal that I had ever felt in my life. And I, I know now some things that I can do to get back to that optimal. Um, one of the things that I have in a sticky note behind me is it says nothing feel, nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. Yes, that's right. And that like those simple things about remembering that we live in this body every day, we have to feel its aches, its pains. It's, it's like, there's these like high pitched screams that our body does when we're not yeah. optimal that if we choose to listen to and realize you don't have to sit in that all the time, yeah. there's answers. There are fit, there's fits out there who can help you. There are so many like just literally taking some tips from this episode can get some of those aches and screams out. It doesn't have to be that way. So it's funny. If you go to almost any doctor's office on the planet, all those little brochures on the wall, almost everything they have a brochure about can be completely or almost completely prevented and avoided by eating wisely and exercising and sleeping. And then almost all of those things can be cured or dramatically reduced by eating wisely, exercising and sleeping well. It's just, they, people look for a magic pill. Yeah, this is a magic pill. What I'm telling you right now is you move your body, you get some sleep, you watch what you put in your mouth. And, and quite often it takes someone to get to an inc incredible state of misery before yes. they finally put their foot down and commit to doing it the right way. And then they get there and they go, oh, I wish I would have spent the last 20 years of my life doing it the right way. But you know, we can't turn back time. All we can do is make every day moving forward better. And I think for me, and I don't know if you talk about this, so I want to make sure that we're really highlighting the great work you're doing through fitness. But for me, one of the reasons why it was easy to make the food that hurts choice was because often the food that hurts choice is the convenient choice. And I think that has a lot to do with our society. Um, you and I both, and a lot of the listeners who listen to the show are entrepreneurs. And so we're busybodies. We are on the go a lot. And so convenience is a priority. How would you suggest listeners combat convenience into food that helps? Like, how can we balance that? So simply put, there's nothing more convenient than peeling a banana. Nothing, nothing at all. I mean, perhaps a, peeling a tangerine is more convenient or just biting directly into an apple. So when we talk about convenience, we're not actually talking about convenience. We're talking about, I was lazy and I didn't plan ahead, you know? Mm. And so what do I ask people is if you had a six month old, would you ever leave the house for multiple hours without a four, bottle of, or a snack? No way, because that baby would lose their mind screaming in misery. Well, we're just big, stupid babies, right? So we go out, <laughs> we got no food, we start crying, we need it, we want it, and all of a sudden we're at a drive-through. So instead, you plan ahead. You get, I, I like um, kind bars, you know, they're, yeah. they're nuts and chocolate, and it's ingredients you can see and spell, and 
say, and it's, I think they're yummy. So you get some version of that or a bag of pistachios. I love pistachios because you can't just throw 12 in your mouth. The ones with shells, you have to take your time and, and crack open the shell and eat it. And it just, it, it helps you avoid over indulging in something yummy, like a pistachio, but you get the protein, you get the fat, which is very filling. It takes your body longer to process. So that's why it, it keeps you fuller longer. That's why proteins and fats, healthy fats are advised for satiation. But um, yeah, I mean, fruit and nuts and seeds and vegetables, those are those are the convenience food. If you just throw them in your bag, um, then you have them and you you may not go for the Funyuns. Mm, yes. Mm. Oof, how I love a Funyun though. <laughs> and the other thing is if you really care about your health and the only thing available is the Funyuns, perhaps you just say, okay, I'm a big kid and I'm not starving like those poor kids in Africa. I'm just going to be hungry for an extra 45 minutes until I can get to the healthy food, right? Can we, can we have a mild amount of pain without making a dramatically poor decision? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a good point that it's really not inconvenient. It's just, did I plan? Did you plan? Yeah. And if you keep your, yeah. if you keep your house, like I always have a bag of uh, cuties, the tangerines. Sometimes I eat seven of them in a day. I'm a little bit of a citrus junkie, but those are so easy. I get on a plane. I always have four cuties in my backpack. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's and And then those pistachios or mixed nuts are there. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, well, I want to make sure that listeners have a good sense of what exactly can they get when they come to fitness? What is it that they that they can do with you? Who is it for? And what's a really good way to get started with you if, if they're liking what they're hearing, which I can't uh -huh. imagine they're not? Well, thank you. So fitness.com, that's F-I-T-Z as in zebra, N-E-S-S.com is jam-packed with all sorts of free resources. So the exact formula for weight loss, free workout videos, recipes, articles, thousands of them, you name it, it's there. And if you care about your health, I, I encourage you to go to my website and have a look-see. However, I get into the weeds in the Fixing Your Life with Fitness course. It's a almost six-hour course, and that goes through all the details. So I just told you the strength train. Well, in this course, I tell you exactly how to strength train each body part piece by piece. I break apart your chest and your lats and your biceps and your, your adductors, whatever they are, right? right? I teach you how, they, how to work them because if you know how your body works and you know appropriate exercises for each, you will never be without an opportunity for exercise. Even if you're stranded in the desert, you should be able to have a fantastic workout just as much as if you had a super fancy gym. So I teach you the nuts and bolts of how for strength training, for cardio, for flexibility, for balance. We go in depth on that exact formula for weight loss and all those Q and A's like I exercise today. Should I re-eat those calories? No. Um, so there's, there's all the, all the questions you might have that you ask. In fact, there's several of the, uh, the episodes are directed specifically towards your questions. Cause I asked people, what, what do you want to know? And then I went through every question and I answered them. And then there's also a module on, uh, breaking excuses mm. because basically any excuse you have for me, it's probably lame and probably <laughs> irrelevant. And I can tell you why. And so I go through excuse by excuse and hopefully 
you put the fitzy on your shoulder. That's what my people do. They said they keep the fitzy on their shoulder. And so if, when they go to a restaurant or the grocery store, they sit down to eat. They pretend I'm sitting there helping them make good decisions and then looking over the decisions they made and coaching them through their workout. So that that online course is of real value and people love it and they're having great success. I also have a bunch of books. So we didn't touch on this, but in 2019, I uh, went through a br brutal battle with cancer. I was I endured 15 months of treatment, chemo, radiation, surgeries, the treatment triathlon, and I was beaten up pretty badly. But because of my fitness expertise, I knew exactly how to rebuild my body and go from skeletally thin and weak to strong and vibrant and athletic again. And so I've got books, and the books are are very pointed towards cancer patients and survivors. So I, I hope that 0% of your listeners and viewers have cancer, but I know that 100% of them love someone with cancer. And these are a real solution because most people say, oh, Susie has cancer. I wish I could do something. Okay. Well, this is what you can do. You can send them your healthy cancer comeback. It's a very specific guidebook for cancer patients and survivors, it takes them through treatment, how to work in exercise, nutrition, when they start chemo, radiation, surgery, have a transplant, how to exercise when they're stuck in bed, how to stretch in the shower. There's hundreds of photos teaching oh my goodness. what to do in bed, in a chair, standing up and get that patient all the way back up to not only normal, but beyond. Let's get them athletic. Let's, let's get them living their best life because they appreciate it. So your healthy cancer comeback. And then I have a companion journal. I don't have one with me right now, but it's the healthy cancer comeback journal. And then my memoir, which really focuses a ton on mental fortitude is my noisy cancer comeback. And it's exactly what it sounds like is. It's about cancer, but it's a wild ride. I continue to travel the country doing keynotes and announcing massive road races like the LA Marathon all throughout my treatment. And oh my gosh, all the wild and crazy things that happened during that time. It's, um, you'll learn, you'll, I get into the nitty gritty on cancer, but um, it's really fun and it's really funny. And I'm, I'm really proud of my, of the way I handled that experience and obviously grateful for my good outcomes. Absolutely. I will say from personally having several loved ones in my life with cancer or battling it currently or who have overcame it, the idea of how fragile you feel and whether or not you can what what can you push? Where can you? Where is the safe zone? You know you have to, but at the same time you feel like hell. Yeah. And you don't want to over push it and right. you don't feel confident. And so to have someone like you who has who has gone through it and literally guys, it once again if you're not watching this on the YouTube, I'm not just trying to push the YouTube guys, but since she showed the visual of the book, literally there was like a half a dozen per page fitness guides on things you can do and I just think that is so needed in in the world. Well, you know, I mean, some people take this weird, um, or I should say innocently ignorant take that, oh, you have cancer, you have to rest. Okay. Well, what happens to someone who just lies there right. and does nothing? Right. Isolation leads to depression. Lack of movement leads to muscle atrophy, muscle stiffness, which leads to pain and suffering and even more illness, right? So, Maybe you're not out doing playing tennis or doing Zumba. Maybe you're not doing those things, but let's say you just had surgery yesterday. Can you walk down the hall in the hospital? Well, yeah, that's good exercise, right? That's getting you up, getting you moving forward. 
Um, if you're having one of those sick in bed days, which I had many, I never only lied there. I right. would stretch my shoulders. I would stretch my back. I would stretch my hips. Those are things that kept me from pain and suffering. When I, I was very sick, so I was in the shower a lot, and I would stretch. Every single time I got in the shower, I'd turn on um, Jerry Seinfeld so I could laugh. I chose him because he made me smile. And no matter how miserable I was, I would listen to Jerry and I would stretch. And so that's that's really where cancer patients and survivors need to know. It's not about doing this other thing. It's about doing whatever you can to push the needle forward, even if oh so gently each day to prevent the decline. Because you know, cancer, if you let it, will wreak havoc on you really quickly. You know, I staved mine off for a long time. Eventually it got me. Um, but then I turned the corner and then I started turning um, the volume up on my health again really quickly. So, you know, we we have more control than we think. And when cancer, you're diagnosed with cancer, all you feel is your life spinning out of control. And um, my intention is to let every single one of these people, my peers know that they have more control and they should use every ounce of it. New exercise, nutrition, sleep, complementary care like acupuncture and mental health counseling and so on and so on. So yeah, these these books are doing great. And I'm so grateful. Oncologists order them in bulk for their patients. And oh my that probably says it all, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so listeners can go to fitness.com with once again, that's fitness with a Z. Fitness, so, yeah. Fitness, fitness yes. Yeah. And, My and they're all, is not helping. <laughs> they're also sold wherever books are sold. I pref when people come to Fitness, I sign every book and I send a fun free gift in it and I wrap it beautifully because I want my readers to feel loved. But the reality is you could go to Barnes and Noble and order the books too. So wherever wherever you can get them, get them. Well, I'll make sure that we put in the show notes the right URL. I'm not going to even try to say it again. I know how to say it. It just doesn't sound right with my congestion. But I will put in the show notes a quick link so you guys can get to Fitz website and uh, look, check out those books. Also check out that online course. Um, do you, do you work? I'm just curious because we didn't touch on it. Do you work one-to-one -one with people? Are you working only in groups? What is the accessibility to you personally these days? So really the only way to hire me personally is to hire me as a keynote speaker. Okay. Um, I don't do any personal training. Um, but yeah, it's, it's those who work with organizations, whether they're corporate or nonprofit, um, I'd love to come and help your entire organization succeed by doing better and being better. Yeah, keynotes are the way to get me, get my personal attention. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, I really appreciate having you on all of the knowledge you instilled, the amazing journey you've gone through. I just can't, I can't thank you enough for spending time with me today. You're a delight, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. All right, guys, until next time. Steph here. Thank you so much for listening to the Passion on Purpose Leaders on Center Stage podcast. If you are a successful business owner and you lead your business with passion, we'd love to feature you on our show. We'd love to share with the world what makes your business great and how you have intentionally led passion throughout your business. Also, if you got any value or little tidbits from this episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode and share it on your favorite social media platform. Be sure to tag us so we can properly thank you. And we love deepening our connection with our listeners. We are regularly putting out new episodes to feature leaders such as yourself who lead with passion on purpose. 
So be sure to subscribe to our show so you don't miss any future episodes. For more episodes, guest information, or details on the show, please visit getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. That's getvim.com forward slash passion on purpose. Once again, I'm Steph. I'm the owner and creative director at Vim. And thank you for listening to the show.